0: Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to an honest review of 2017's Creep 2. Yes, we're going back into the Creep universe, and to do so, need to bring back our buddy from the horror mine, Vic Shy's back. Thanks for having me back, guys. Kofi, what is this film about? It's obviously the sequel to Creep, starring the same
1: serial killer with a different name. He's decided he's a bit bored of his killings and thinks he's having a midlife crisis, so he invites a videographer to his house to come and live with him for twenty four hours and record a documentary about his killings.
2: Yeah, it opens with like a DVD like we saw at the end of the first film, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mark Duplass is back once again. Joseph in the first film, but now he's taken Aaron's name for this film. He, he's round with this guy, obviously one of his next victims, slits his throat. Wait, well, not even bored, he just lost the excitement of being a killer now. <laughs>
2: and then we cut to a YouTuber, Sarah. Maybe we could collab with her at some point? I don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she, she's got more views than we do. she said <laughs> on nine. No. Don't sell yourself short, fellas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarah, yeah, she finds an ad from Aaron, and it's the same thousand dollar a day videographer job that Aaron took in the first film. It really throws Aaron off because he's like, I want this videographer to come and shoot this documentary with me. Openly admits, I'm a serial killer. I'm turning 40 soon. You know what? My head is a bit screwed. I don't love this anymore, so I just want to talk about it. And Sarah's just like, Cool.
3: Very Aaron-like Very Joseph-like in nature
2: I mean, to be fair, this does kind of mirror How we met you after you Responded to our advert online needing <laughs> yeah. internet friends So we could just yeah. flirt with each other for an hour a week Yeah, It's pretty similar
0: uh, Yeah, so it, What I love about the dynamic between Sarah and Aaron in this film Is that she's Weird herself, and it throws Aaron off, like the shoe's on the other foot He's doing all his usual tricks to try and freak out the videographer because he gets a kick out of it but because she's not bothered by it whatsoever he's just trying to clutch at straws to do things to freak her out and nothing works almost like the victim in the scenario
3: almost yeah it almost does make him feel that way because he seems a lot more i guess emotionally vulnerable than the first film because he had total control in the previous film with aaron but as you said because she's so weird and she's not playing into him trying to scare her he's kind of falling into like that victim role which you clearly see when he throws a tamper tantrum when he plows his face in the sand and then <laughs> if you remember that scene yeah he's just planking in the sand it's so good.
2: <laughs> she
0: just he is like this weird like <laughs>
3: yeah he, he really
0: just is off in this film and it's great because we see the little bits in the filming process where everything he's got in his plan in his head starts going wrong so like he can't get the right angle of shots or like there's aeroplanes flying <laughs> above interrupting the sound it's The birds,
2: he starts throwing stones at the birds, doesn't he? I thought it became pretty obvious that he was obviously like all about control, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he couldn't control the situation, it made him really uncomfortable and, like you said, like really childlike, right? So he would mm-hmm. like strop off or he would ha- just have a little sulk about stuff. And then when she starts taking more and more control of him, it, it actually made it quite an interesting film to watch mm-hmm. because it was ultimately someone that typically manipulates everyone being matched. Yeah, I thought it gave it a really different spin to the film and it kept the premise of it like quite interesting when in reality, nothing was really happening throughout the film there was just like quite a lot of nothing happening a bit like the first one really right yeah in this one they kept it interesting and i thought it was more kind of thought provoking than anything else
3: yeah at, at the same time i don't know if you guys felt that way but i, I still felt throughout the entirety of it just solely because we know what aaron's capable of and what he did in the previous film that she was still in danger the entire time which, hmm. which there's <laughs> still that yeah. looming you know horror feel throughout the entire film that makes you uncomfortable the thing about Aaron is you just don't know when he's gonna pop off. So while it was nice to see her I wouldn't say manipulate him even though they try to go in that direction You know, she said she was trying to provoke him to get a specific response out of him for her show Clearly we all knew it was a bad idea and that he could pretty much You know kill her at any time like he did with that guy Dave in the beginning of the film Mm -hmm. She runs this show doesn't she on YouTube called encounters. Yeah, and um, she obviously doesn't tell him about that But
1: he he finds out and brings it up to her later on you feel like a little bit of dread like oh, holy shit, he knows now when he's going to do something, but he's just really honest with it, isn't he? So he kind of feels like, I am dangerous, but I'm pretending to be nice to you so that you feel you can stay. And obviously she does for the whole thing, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, she does. And it's the case where, like, he is extremely vulnerable, more so than the first film. And you are right as well, Vic Shiloh, because the audience by this point know exactly what he's capable of, to see him in this kind of almost like a weak state where he's not able to get the upper hand of fear. There's a scene where Aaron's just in the jacuzzi in this house. It's just after he's like had a bit of a, a tantrum and Sarah goes down and just wants to talk to him to make this documentary and Aaron's just flat out no I don't want to do this anymore. Aaron's sitting there and he just decides right you know what if you want my story you're having it and he talks about the time he first
3: killed a person. Yeah this was almost like that scene in the first film when he's talking about the peach mm-hmm. story but this time he's talking about the time he first killed and it was very similar in that he's telling a really detailed story that you almost certainly couldn't make up because of just how dark it is And it's just him just given this monologue that I guarantee there had to have been some type of improv in there Just mm. because of how natural it sounded when he was speaking. I don't know if you guys felt the same way or not Yeah, yeah, therefore I mean even with a thing we didn't really
0: mention last time is that both of these movies Utilize like loose scripting format where they've got ideas and concepts for where they want the story story to go but the actual talking segments are mainly improvised so the actors Ah. bounce off each other very very naturally and that's why it feels like they're not acting
3: yes uh with that i I will say in comparison to the first film because you know the first film i mentioned in the previous review it's kind of like lightning in a bottle you know you have this completely different and original concept how are you going to bring it to the second one i don't think they were kind of confused with that first scene with dave but that definitely felt like the most scripted part of it then after that everything
2: felt more natural i think you're right i think the kind of start of the film did feel a little bit like forced almost to create this story but after that it did certainly become way more natural and it kind of felt like you were genuinely watching someone that was just psychotic didn't it they kind of found the sweet spot of like having a really interesting character being a bit different approaching film in a very different way and keeping it short and not overrunning for the sake of overrunning
3: yeah and they've turned the uh the peach fuzz song into a jingle oh.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: No made up lyrics this time, though. They've put more thought into it. (laughs) What I love about this film as well is you kind of think, with any film, really, it's tough to make a sequel that is arguably better or equal to it. It's always, like, generally worse. And what they've done is they've just kept the same amount of cast members, but flipped the dynamic on its head.
2: Mm -hmm. I think I genuinely enjoyed the second one more than I enjoyed the first one. (laughs) Nice.
0: So, anyway, get towards the kind of like the final act in this film. Throughout the entirety, Sarah's being keeping a knife in her boot and suddenly Aaron just says to her, I know that you've got a knife in your boot. The atmosphere of a scene just changes in a single line. Now she becomes quite threatened. Like he admits that he knows about her web series and he's like, you know what? Fair enough. I'm going to give you a film that no one will ever forget. I want you to kill me. Jesus Christ! I didn't expect it <laughs> to go in that direction.
3: It. it she kind of plays like a defensive because I think like right in the beginning she kind of realized that, you know, if I don't put on this poker face then He's obviously going to tell that I'm scared. I think that was more like a defense mechanism. But then towards the end, you can clearly tell she dropped all defenses and she was just scared when he jumps off with the rope. He commits suicide, essentially, with the rope and
2: she has to catch him. That wound me up so much because afterwards he reveals that he had a harness on, right? He hangs himself and she helps him down, right? And, and kind of puts him back on the sofa so he's, he's not choking or whatever. Surely at some point you would noticed there's a giant fucking harness attached to him while doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally <laughs> holding his entire body yeah
2: like what the fuck
1: are these straps underneath your fucking coat mate what's going on yeah, yeah surely that
2: <laughs> attached to him would be noticeable. It not we up.
0: yeah after this hanging situation we end up in the woods essentially like Aaron decides mm-hmm. to take Sarah out he gives her the locket from the first film which has Joseph and Aaron's pictures in it still and he spins the camera round Sarah refocuses it and there's just a dug grave in the middle of the woods, similar to the story that he told in the jacuzzi earlier on. Next! Oh my god, what? Why? (laughs) Yeah, he commits seppuku. (laughs) seppuku. Aaron stabs himself multiple times with Sarah's knife and just says, Right, you do the same, we'll crawl in this grave and die beside each other.
1: (laughs) Fucking hell, mate. (laughs) The the fuck? It's like, we knew you were a bit fucking mental, but like, alright, you need to fucking chill out now.
0: You think this is the moment where she thought, maybe he is a serial <laughs> yeah, killer?
1: Yeah.
3: That's, it's, proper so, it's, it's so crazy. I feel this was probably, I don't want to say the part where the film lost me because this is a great film, but you know, so he stabs himself a bunch of times. He goes running after her for what seems like maybe one to two minutes to where she can get a proper head start. And obviously he's getting weaker by the second. And then she just like bum rushes him as if like she were the bad guy and she tries to stab him, but then he just ends up stabbing her multiple times. I just felt like that really wasn't what's the word for that? Not really realistic. I think she would really would have just took off. It was a bit too extra, wasn't it? It was just like yeah.
1: like a, a real fast ending to the film. Just like so much seemed to happen that didn't need to. Yes. It, it yes. took away a
3: little bit, but I still think it was great. It was just a bit crazy at the end. <laughs> we can all agree that this film, while it doesn't fall into like the typical tropes of a found footage horror film, this ending kind of did. The parts where this movie and the previous one shine the most are really just the conversations between both the characters, to where nothing really too crazy is happening. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, Sarah goes to attack Aaron after he's like wounded and whatever, he catches her, stabs her quite a few times, but despite being a serial killer, doesn't kill her. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bit suspect. She crawls out the grave and just smashes him in the head with a shovel and escapes. By the way, if you want to make sure he's dead 100%, don't just do it once. Yeah. (laughs) Do him in, no one's gonna know.
2: Wow, alright, wow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, Aaron is not dead. Ultimately, at the end of this movie, he is following Sarah around, like, crowded streets and on, like, the subway and stuff like that and begins to whistle the peach fuzz jingle and she kind of looks into the camera. So we know Aaron is still alive and that's why we are going to be getting, at some point, a Creep 3. Going to have to review it. It's the rules.
1: I just wonder what they can do for the third one to make it even more different. What's your overall thoughts, boys?
0: Loved
2: it. There
1: you go. Kofi, you're next. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fantastic.
3: Yeah, great film. Better than the first one. Can't wait for the third.
0: Concise? Thanks, mate. Vickshaw! <laughs> um,
3: it was a great film. I'll say the beginning and the end were the weakest parts, but the film did build upon what it set up was Mark Duplass's great performance and had a, a co-star to really elevate the interactions, and I thought it was great, and I am looking forward to the third film. Fantastic, and whenever that movie does come out, we'll be sure to get back together.
0: But until then, this has been our honest review of 2017's Creep 2. If you are here from the horror mine, please chuck us a subscribe, if you wouldn't mind and ghoul gang members check out the horror mine and support Vic Shy until next Friday Friday time thanks everyone Thank blah, 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 and blah, blah. Uh, yeah by <laughs> us being
2: <baby.
0: laughs> <laughs>